0: I'm Lauren McCall, founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy, an international author, a teacher, a podcaster.
1: (laughs) And hi, I'm Bertha Eddington, a marketing professional whose passion is helping people get the word out on their good works. And together we welcome you to AnimalWise, the podcast where from playful to profound, AnimalWise brings animal wisdom to your world. And today, all of our listeners, we have an announcement for you. This will be the final episode of our first series. We're going to take a break over the holiday period and reflect on what we've done and what we want to do in our next series. We would love to get your input on what you would love to hear from us in our next series. So please reach out to us on our Facebook page, which is Animal Wise Podcast. And and the actual name of the page is Animal Wise Podcast, because there are many... V- variations of Animal Wise pages, but ours is Animal Wise Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we would love, we would really love to hear from you one way or another. Yes, and, we and would. Cri- yes, and critique is welcome as, welcome as well. Yep. So, uh, uh, you know gently put <laughs> so Lauren <laughs> so, I was realizing the other day that while there certainly have been some light hearted moments in the conversations that you shared with our listeners the heart of the, the communications have been largely philosophical and even very profound um, so that's really got me wondering are all animals deep thinkers <laughs> Uh, no. Um,
0: The truth of the matter is that in selecting conversations to share with our listeners, I have to sift through quite a few conversations to find two or three that might be of interest on any given topic. Not every animal conversation is share-worthy, just as not uh, not every conversation that we have with people would be share-worthy. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> That's no, no. Um, sometimes people and animals just talk about day-to-day routine things in a very day-to-day routine way. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think even the day-to-day conversations can certainly enlighten and inform us as to how animals view their lives and what they consider to be important or even interesting. And actually, that speaks to your point about animals being deep thinkers. Frankly, some are, and some are not. Some people are, some are not. It's the same.
1: Yeah, and and really, kind of what a relief, right? I mean, it would be... Mm It would be lovely to spend time with Aristotle, but on the other hand, if you that <laughs> if everybody was Aristotle, man, that would be exhausting. Uh-huh. I I know I have friends who examine their life and their and you know question their purpose in life and I think that's very important, but I'm also very lucky to have friends that are just very naturally lighthearted and carefree, especially since I tend to be more on the serious side. So, what mm-hmm. a blessing to have both types of people to share our journeys with.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, people and animals, and <laughs> you know, um, some animals are just light and fun, enjoying life as it comes. So, for example, today, I would like to share with our listeners a conversation I had with a saddle bill stork uh, that I encountered in Africa. This industrious stork was wading in the water, looking for food, and. Honestly, I'm not sure if it was a male or female. We're just going to say she. Uh, She was very focused on her task. And in in fact, I I kind of felt that I was um, a little bit of a distraction. But anyway, you know, me being me, I decided to talk to her. And so I said, you look like you're searching for something. The stork replied, looking, looking, looking for food. Little fish, little fish. I said, oh, well, I hope you find some. You're very pretty. Stork replied, yes, pretty and often looking, looking. (laughs) I said, do you often find fish? She said, oh, yes, many, many fish, big fish, little fish, all sorts of fish, fish, little frogs, too. I said, yes, I have seen many small frogs myself. They are very pretty also. Stork replied, Pretty frogs are delicious. (laughs) I said, Do you have time to notice the beauty around you? Stork replied, Yes, there is much beauty. Open land and lots of water. Pretty fish, frogs, bugs, and birds. The water is so beautiful. And the sounds that it makes make me
1: very happy.
0: Water sounds like life to me.
1: Boy, you know, just even hearing that, just fill my heart lifts. It's just kind of like, wow, carefree, joyous way to be. And, and I guess there's purpose there with the looking and, you know, you have to eat and and we have to have purpose, but just enjoying the beauty and fun of it all—what a what a gift!
0: Yeah, it seems to be a nice balance there, don't you think?
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, and Very you know, much one so. of oh well, yeah, and you know, I think one of the takeaways that that I got from that stork was, you know, look, and you will find things that nourish you and make you happy effortlessly. Take life as it comes. Uh, you know, I, I, it's funny, I had a conversation with a, a house cat the other day um, who said that she was, quote, riding the wave of life. Sometimes it brings you up, sometimes down. The trick is to enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think it is true, whether we we're willing to acknowledge it or not. We mm-hmm. all ride the wave of life all day every day and some days we just try to resist and as we anybody who's been in the ocean and has tried to fight the waves you know what happens is you get a mouthful of salt water and bat, bat it around by the seaweed and you know some days when we're aware we can we can actually grab the wave and and ride it like a like a champion surfer mm-hmm. So it's it's an awareness issue for sure. But yes. but so back to our carefree topic. Mm-hmm. When I think of animals at play, what comes to my mind right away uh, other than dogs, which are we love to play with them, but what comes to my mind are the otters. And I've never been fortunate enough to see them in the wild, but our, our zoo which I'm uh, a part of the San Diego Zoo, which we're very proud of, has a, a large, a very large otter, otter habitat that I always go visit whenever I go. And I can literally stand there for an hour just watching them play. I mean, that's all they do. They look like they're having so much fun.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, and otters do seem to be very good-natured, don't they? Uh, mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to see and communicate with them in the wild um no though not you know not not thousands of them um but they are native uh to northern uh, the northern and eastern pacific ocean among other places in the world of course um and sea otters are both resourceful and playful uh so in this fairly brief conversation that i want to share um this uh oregon coastal sea otter uh talked with me about how otters view life. (laughs) So I began the conversation, and I said, You know, people think that otters are fun and playful. Can you tell me about the otter sense of play? The otter replied, Life should be fun. Aside from looking out for your physical safety, life should be fun. So, we otters have play as a priority in our lives, whether it is chasing each other or dropping things in the water to chase as they sink towards the bottom. Whatever we enjoy in life, there is a sense of play and fun. (laughs) I said this must keep you happy, give you a positive outlook and keep your vibration light. Otter replied, Well, otters do have a light vibration. We have the freedom of movement through water, speed, lightness. Our physical being is light, quick, and our inner being is quick and light too. If you want to have fun and experience lightness,
1: be an otter <laughs> so that's great advice <laughs> okay I'm, I'm ready i want to be an otter <laughs> I, I really want to yeah. be an otter i the idea that they have play as a priority in life is just such a wonderful thing to think i mean we have all the boxes we have to check in our lives every day, you know, eating, working, cleaning, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I, I think from now on, I'm going to remember that one of the boxes needs to be play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have to say that the art, our, our zoo, as I mentioned, the San Diego or the zoo where I am, the San Diego zoo, um, has, or the San Diego Safari Park, which is sister, larger area to that, has a, um, an otter cam uh-huh. and, I actually just can get on there and, and start playing with them in my mind. So I, oh. I, I love it.
0: Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Um, there's a, uh, a donkey sanctuary in England that uh, they have a donkey cam. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I just turn that on and watch the donkeys walk around. But I love the idea of being an otter, too. And I, I agree with you and, and the otter. I think it's important to play. And I confess that I have a hard time with this myself. I can be a little bit on the serious and industrious side. And we all know that we feel better when we take time to be playful and enjoy life. And while this conversation with Otter wasn't a philosophical conversation, I think the kernel at the heart of the conversation is pretty deep, if you think about it. Um, you know, about um, being present and um, it kind of reminds me of the conversation that we shared earlier in the season with the baby elephant about being in the now. And we have seen throughout this series that animals are so good at being with what's happening in the moment and that is what holds open the door to experience joy and reminds us to keep our vibration light critical not only to our well-being, but the health of the world all around us.
1: Yeah, that's that's so very true. What what you put out does come back to you and changes everything around you as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But... I think what I love about this play conversation is that it's not in our heads you know we're not analyzing it hopefully over analyzing it we spend so much time being rational and logical and thinking and that I know I get stuck in my head and I want out sometimes so let's let's make a pact you and I at least to play at least a half an hour every day does that sound like a good good thing
0: That sounds like a great idea. Uh, What are you going to do in your half hour?
1: That, you know, that's a really good question. Well, I can watch the otter cam, (laughs) or I can go... I, I live in a lovely neighborhood where there are beautiful gardens and I can go and smell the flowers and watch mm-hmm. the kids play. I mean, that's playing to me. Or I could maybe play with them. I, I'll have to, you, you know, I tend to be, like I said, in my head. So I'm going to have to really put some thought to it. How about you? What, what will you do?
0: Oh, uh, I enjoy playing with our dog, Allie. She's, <laughs> she's very joyful and mischievous. And she certainly makes me laugh. So I think that's probably the easiest uh, and, and most fun thing that I can do.
1: <laughs> she's, a, she's a cutie. She's a yes, she cutie. Is. And I, I think I'm going to add play to my daily gratitude journal as well. Whatever play comes to my mind in that day and, and be grateful for it.
0: Oh, that's great. And listen, we would invite you listeners to join us and carve out a time for yourself for play.
1: We'll all play together.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So th- thanks, everybody, for listening to Animal Wise. We we appreciate you following us. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've heard and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform from Apple to Spotify and more. Tell your friends and family, feel free to tell perfect strangers. And, and please do remember, we're going to take a short hiatus um, at, in the holidays. But we do want to hear from you as we develop our next season about topics of interest to you. So please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page, Animal Wise Podcast. Talk to you again in January, and thanks for being a loyal listener. Thanks very much,
0: everyone. Talk to you soon.